0: Battle of the Willamette Show, the flagship program of the Battle of the Willamette for the Battle of the Willamette. <laughs> How's it going today, guys? Justin?
1: Oh, start I'll start off this time. It's going uh, fantastic. Coming off a, a win last week and, uh, and a big battle, speaking of the Battle of the Willamette, against a fellow uh, podcast host this week uh in hip-hop so i uh, looking forward to the upcoming week and uh yeah I, I mean looking forward to doing a pod with you boys
2: yeah i mean i i'm coming off a loss um you know it's tough to lose to a subpar franchise like hawk attack it's mm-hmm. tough you know but you know he's gotten really lucky this year so far so you know the luck keeps going we'll see how long that lasts
0: yeah um i do I had strong words for both of you <laughs> last week when we were potentially doing a pod for talking me up. Let's put a little smoke under Bud's wings. All these guys scoring all these points on the last podcast. Ah, crash and burn. Talk about highs and lows. I am uh I uh, I appreciate you guys being the wind between my wing, wind beneath my wings but i uh that that 200 points two times that messes with your head and and then 80 points twice in a span of 4 weeks that's yeah i was uh searching out medications that i might need to try and level out my uh my thoughts so did you find anything no i still haven't and uh and well, then
1: <laughs> Well, there's been rumors swirling that uh, I don't know if you can confirm or deny that the uh, you know the franchise was doing well and so well that you felt like you could take off for a vacation and then you know vacation is does that have anything to do with the with the recent loss? I know K two uh, went on vacation, set his lineup, came back with two victories, but wasn't the same for you. And how was the vacation?
0: Uh, it was, it was not a set it and forget. I did turn off notifications. Uh, so I didn't, I'm not, I'm, I'm looking forward. I heard there might be a a, a wheel of jabber that's uh that's going to be including some things so I can get updated, but I was, uh, I was intrigued. I was, I had, I had higher hopes. Um, I think I had already come off of a low point week and I thought, you know, I thought everyone on uh, the hip hop campus needed. They needed. They needed a. They needed a win. They needed to reflect. They needed to look inside. Um, we got away. Uh, the vacation was awesome. It was kid free. One of the first kid free. Oh, wow. Um, it was the first kid free flight vacation. Um, it was uh, pretty great. It w- could always be longer. But we stayed, uh, we went to Kona. We were there for four days. Um, we spent one entire day on a beach just reading books and having drinks and not doing anything. And then um, another day we did a bunch of snorkeling. And that night we did a night snorkel uh, with manta rays.
2: Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. That's, uh, you, didn't get, you didn't get hauled away,
0: so that's good. right and I don't know if I put a picture in there, but the, if you haven't done the, or um, I know Products did the manta ray swimming and he came, came highly recommended. What you guys don't understand is that the size of the manta ray. So, and it's good that they don't tell you this till you're on the boat and out there. <laughs> I may have I may have not been as keen on it. The smallest manta ray that we saw was nine feet across tip to tip on the wing. Oh Mm. my gosh. And there was one that was there that was the biggest one that's in the area that's 16 feet across and 1,500 pounds. (laughs) And because, and I'll share videos at some point or whatever, but you can't, you have to lay on top of the water and you you can't interact with them. You just can observe them and they can touch you, but you can't touch them. Um, and they did touch my face a couple times, and it was weird. Um, <laughs> because they're just, they're so massive. So, but that was a highlight. Didn't get a win, uh, but we got a win. Everyone got away. We we made it there and back just fine. So, so
2: yeah. what? So was Cole in charge at home? Like, what? It's free for all. don't, don't break anything or knock any walls down well and
0: that's the thing it's like the boys don't listen to the podcast they only look at my phone for what irish puddles post so they're not gonna hear this um like i i i wish i wish we would come home to there may have been a party there may have been some scandalous something that went on that may need some discipline like (laughs) we can see where their phones are and they were within an eight foot radius of each other when it wasn't school like they come home they hang out they make dinner they play games they go back to school wow (laughs) like i mean i'd i'd like them to cause a ruckus every now and then but i mean it's probably i don't have an ulcer because of that so yeah
1: it's a win-win sounds like more more uh kid-free adult-only uh trips and vacations in your future
0: it went it went very well and it went so well that we're gonna try and uh uh (laughs) revisit the budget and see if we can go back to hawaii maybe in february because it's uh it's necessary once the weather turns well and it's nice the budget's a lot nicer when it's for two Oh yeah, the old buy one get one free that we took advantage of—that's that's a big deal. Yeah, that's money right there. Exactly. Nice. Uh, how are you guys feeling about? I know you guys touched on a little bit with uh, coming off a win, coming off a loss. Uh, just quickly debrief on how we're doing for the season. How are we feeling?
2: I'll go first, I guess, because you know Justin's not saying anything, uh, making it awkward. I just, I think we talked about a little bit last night, but there's some, there's some things that are very surprising out there. Like why is Travis Kelsey wide open in the middle of the field all day long? (laughs) Like, How is that, how does that happen?
1: I don't know, but it happens week in and week out. And I think that the answer probably is that we have the best tight end that's ever played the game with a QB that's probably going to be one of the best QBs or the best QB to ever play the game. I think they're just both in their prime and doing it at such a high level. Like, I don't think there's really an answer to it, but I would expect for defensive coordinators to, at some point, figure out a way to just slow them down a little bit.
0: I mean, Just
2: put a body on them. That's it. It's not like he's speeding out there and he's cutting so hard that people are falling over because he's, you know, he's juking them out of their shoes or whatever. He's just running out there and he turns around and catches the ball.
1: I heard that there was some conversation pregame for the chargers that the head coach was talking with the defense and they were going to play zone and that the entire defense said, no, we're not playing zone against these guys. And they went out and carved them up. I think Mahomes had 300 yards in the first half. I don't know how many catches Kelsey had. They went back in at halftime. The team got after the head coach and they came back out man to man, actually slowed them down a little bit in the second half. So do
2: you think that the coach didn't watch that show quarterback? That were basically Mahomes said he hopes that teams show up in zone
0: so he can carve them up. Well, the other thing about like the few times that I've watched angrily Irish photos getting all these three points that are just giving to him on a platter like it's it's like it's maybe it's not that first wide open spot that kelsey gets to and then he just does like a dance move and a turn in a circle pushes on somebody and then it's like wait the the ocean parted and then he's wide open in the front of the end zone and all he has to do is lay down for a touchdown like is it yeah I mean, we're not professionals and we're, we're, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking this, but it, it you know, it seems, it seems easier than that, but I guess, like you said, he's transcendent.
1: I, I've obviously let it go, but four years ago when I had Kittle and Kelsey on my roster and was trying the old double tight end approach, <laughs> I had an offer of four first rounds for Kittle or one first rounder for Kelsey I outthought thought the room, moved Kelsey to Irish Puddles, and the rest is history. Hey, the year before that,
2: in a Bridge Bowl, had Kelsey on the team. He's my tight end. I mean, same thing. It was like, ah, he's getting old. He's got to, What is he, 29? I don't know. <laughs> you know? That <laughs> was still. He's only, he, he's not, he's not even in the top 10 in scoring so far. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not like it's just these last couple of weeks when he just is just wide open. It's this Taylor Swift thing. I don't know. Maybe she's got him motivated. He's, just, yeah,
1: he's feeling good. There's no doubt he is feeling good. Well, so on that point and it's, it always happens when it's, when it's your player that you're watching. So I've, I voiced my issues with with Cook for the Bills, that they do not run that guy at all. But bigger, so I think I've beaten that one like a dead horse. I, I, it, it, it blows me away that, that that they do not run the ball in Buffalo. But bigger than that, when I look at the receivers lineup for the Giants, and Waller is 18 inches taller than everyone on that line. <laughs> And they hike the ball. It's like a dummy, like, like football for dummies. Someone never watched the game before. Is like they should throw it to that guy. And over and over and over, they don't. It blows my mind. But Tyrod Taylor does. He seems to enjoy it. Well, let's hope. Let's hope that can stick around. I mean, they did just give a contract. You know, he's not the one that just received the contract. So
2: but let's let's not forget that Tyreek Hill is the same kind of thing with, with Kelsey, just to take it back a notch before we move on. But Tyreek Hill looks faster than everybody else, not just a little bit. Like, I mean, he looks twice as fast as everybody and he seems to be pretty open all the time too. And every time he gets the ball, it's, it's pretty crazy. He is the highest scoring player in the league, in our league. And I mean, he's, that's a, I mean, it's amazing what he's able to do when he's fully healthy and going.
1: He was fast in KC. He is way faster in my (laughs) view, And I don't know how that happens. Is this one of those, how did Barry Bonds
2: put on 50 pounds of meat? Over the summer, type things. I don't know. Like, this is something's not right here. But I mean, you should know, Bud. This is
0: your guy. You should know what's going on. Well, I think I'm just amazed too, where it's just like he is, like, unless he is double teamed, it seems like somewhere in his route, similar to Kelsey, he's wide open or like some of the like some he is benefiting from the connection between him and Tua so much. Like some of the dimes that Tua is throwing. And I think that's the crazy thing. Hill full speed and he just puts his hands up in hopes that Tua can just (laughs) drop the biscuit in the basket. And it's like two steps before the end of the end zone full speed touchdown out the tunnel. And I'm just like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And, and it's, it's amazing. just,
0: yeah, it's just amazing. I'm not looking forward to them playing the Patriots this week because they had such a poor performance last time, but I'm hoping that they've figured out some things and can get it going. But yeah, he is, I, I do appreciate end zone offering that up to me um, because that's, I mean, I mean, I know we're going to transition right now into the trade deadlines, but um, the funny thing is like, I feel like when you go back to one of those trades and this is for anyone that does listen to the podcast, here's some inside information. <laughs> if I know who the person is, you probably could trade them to me because I think they're good and you know, they've, they're not good anymore. So do you remember, do you remember? Allah, you- Allah aj green do you, do you remember what you the trade was uh i want to say it was like a i it was like a first and maybe a third or something because i was like yeah i'm happy to like i'm willing to take a flyer because i'm taking a chance on two of next year so yeah you traded him for a first and a fourth and that was in
2: 2022 so that's basically two seasons ago right yeah because you did it in in june right it was after the meetings but that and I thought at the time I just thought what was he 29? I don't yeah. know. I just remember thinking, man, boy did easy really win on that one. But Tyreek Hill's the best, if not the best player out there, he's the best wide receiver. Well, he's the best
1: fantasy asset.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yep, yep. He I mean it's been yep. Yeah. Good job on that trade. I mean, you gave him a 2022 first, so, and a 2023 fourth, so you've already paid those back. You've paid those up, right? And you're still getting production, and he doesn't plan to be a porn star for
0: two more years, so. All right. So, yeah, I gotta, I gotta unload him at the end of next season, just put it out there.
2: <laughs> He'll be a one-year loaner for somebody in 2025.
0: Exactly. Um, now, that was a pretty, pretty great trade, but I know, CJ, you wanted to cover uh, trade and deadlines coming up, both for the NFL and for the Battle of the Willamette show at the Battle of the Willamette. You want to TikTok a couple of those details for our uh, our league owners out there?
2: Yeah, well, I I mean, first, everyone should know this, but the NFL deadlines next week, and there's a few trades that I hope happen, right? So for me, I I, I think some of these are fantasy. Some of these are NFL-like you know maybe my team but i would love to see jerry judy just gone i don't care where he goes the guy's overrated i'm with steve smith on this one that guy hasn't proven anything and i feel like as long as jerry judy's on the team mims is going to be mediocre right and i feel like he is ready to just until next year i don't think judy's on the team next year which is i guess a good thing for ip but It would also be helpful for Sutton and myself, so wouldn't mind that one, but.
1: Yeah, I think that the obviously Sutton and Judy have been two of the big names uh, that are thrown out there. I know uh, people are getting thirsty for Patrick Sertain also, If however, they're going to rebuild there in Denver. But another big name that's been floated the last couple of days is Derek Henry, Mm -hmm. Uh, and again, selfishly for me, one of the places that they floated it to is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, just being that that running game hasn't been the same. So uh, I'd love to see that from a football perspective. Um, I think that Derrick Henry is a name that, that, that could be moved. Um, Saquon Barkley, another name that's out there. Where, I, mean, where,
2: I haven't heard the Saquon. Where would Sa, where, where's the talk for Saquon? Where would that go?
1: Well, I think kind of anyone with a running back with running back issues. I heard the the Cowboys, the Cowboys out there for it. Oh,
0: I think I heard (sighs) that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. I mean,
2: seeing here's not nothing against Pacheco, right? Because I think Pacheco's good. I heard the
1: Ravens. I heard the Ravens on that. Hmm. Ravens.
2: I don't know though. Like about that. Yeah, it's like then you're competing against Lamar. It's like going like like Henry going to the Bills. Is that is that because they want to protect Josh Allen or they just want another more depth in the space
1: like I think they want another running back that they're not going to feed. That 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 team is the most frustrating team I've I've ever watched. Like I'm in the market of getting rid of slow slow because burn. I can't keep watching that that team. The amount of balls that are forced, I'm not going to, again, I've, I've, I've let it all out on Slack, but if I have Is to talk one about of
2: those this. scenarios where you talk like you'd, you'd hit me up on Slack and say, Hey, uh, I want to move cook. And I would be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely interested And you overcharge me for them. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can afford that. And then like 20 minutes later, you do a better offer for less to somebody else. Is it one of those scenarios?
1: Yeah. No, it's just, it's different. I mean, it's, it's, it's different, but the same. (laughs) So I do like, you know, the waiver wire ads that have been happening this week a little bit. Like I can tell you that Daniel Hunter is a name that popped up, you know, for being on the trading block this week. So I snagged him. I know that I looked at Dalvin cook being unhappy in, in his role. And, I was uh,
2: thinking about Dalvin Cook too this morning because I like I, he's not happy there. Maybe they'll move him and then end Zone picked him up. But I, I do think that I want to go back to Saquon real quick. Okay. Saquon going to the Cowboys or the Chiefs would be amazing. I don't think I think those teams. I mean Pollard's good, but if but if he were on the Chiefs. And then they add, like, I don't know, um, Chris Godwin or Michael Thomas or, you know, Sutton, maybe Judy onto that squad. Boy, the the Chiefs are one or two players away from just dominating this league because I think Mahomes is so good, you know?
1: Well, and this is the time of the year where you can kind of see, like the Chiefs and the Eagles just played in the Super Bowl last year. The Eagles went out and got a safety um, from the Titans. They added a, a, a another wide receiver that probably didn't need to be added in, in Julio Jones, but they're just kind of looking for those guys that might be the icing on the cake for an already you know incredible roster. I think the Chiefs may do the same, and it's just going to be interesting to see who else – uh, you know, did the Bills do it? Do the do the Cowboys do it? Do the Niners make it make a move of some sort? Like I don't you know. These don't these see. these these same teams kind of know what it takes. And uh and it's on Tuesday, so it's gonna be juicy leading up to it.
2: And it would be good to see, especially for you, Bud, to see Hopkins get out of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah maybe really to the would. Chiefs or something would be good too. But Every year, and I think Hawk Attack said this on them last week. Though every year, there's all this talk and all this amazing things that could happen, and then and nothing happens. You know, that it comes and goes, and and it's just surprising. Like, what what are these NFL GMs seeing that worries them from making these big moves? I feel like the like. John Lynch, he's making all these big moves. Who goes out and gets Christian McCaffrey mid-year and then, you know what I mean? And it just, those are the kind of moves that make your team a good team great. You know, like some of these teams, like if the Chiefs don't do anything, I'll be really surprised because I feel like they're one or two players away from really being good. I mean, real good.
1: So to your point last year, I think Kareem Hunt was a name that he did not want to be he did not want to play for the Browns. He he was vocal about it last year. And the trade, trade deadline came and went. And it's like, what did you, like, you could have taken anything, a pick anywhere just to get this guy off of your roster. There were other teams that would have done it and nothing happened. I will say it has been, there has been a little bit more action the last couple of years than years previous. Like I do think for some teams sure. are starting to get it a little bit more. They're a little younger. I think they understand, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's the, the buyers and the sellers right now and how you move forward. And and you got a, a, a week to well less than a week here to kind of to figure it out. So I'm I'm hoping we see some big ones. And then how that affects fantasy is is the best.
2: That's the that's the best part, right? Because you're just hoping, man, I hope my guy gets out of his bad situation and into a good situation. <laughs> this is so great.
0: And and can they make that moves with time to spare? to potentially make some moves before November 18th for the battle of the trading deadline right yeah, for, as, for as many
1: people that get excited about it like there's a lot of franchises that they're they get screwed you know it's like if if henry was to go to the cowboys sorry products that's a little different for pollard now yeah, yeah.
2: i mean well and then and then you know like like bud saying we had the deadline of the 3rd thir- the thirty first basically have two weeks after that to uh, if anything crazy happened in the NFL maybe you can make some moves to you know counter some of those changes or or not but I mean we've had twenty three trades all year right so since speed trading and then we've had thirteen in the season so um, the most who've been involved Padonca sure. Bronx. That guy, always always active, always ready. Um, but he got me, and Badonka Bronx have four trades. Um, and then Badonka Bronx has seven for the year. But I think we should talk a little bit about some of these trades that we saw. Let's, I, I I just want to talk about some of the stuff we've seen. I, I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: Well, Badonka Bronx has been in there. It's been Irish Puddles. And it's been He Got Me. And it's been K2G2. To his credit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, K2 has had five this whole year. IP and he got me have had six. So it's like, yeah. I mean, everyone's pretty busy, except attacks only had one trade and it was in the offseason. He's the only franchise not to
0: trade during the season so far. But there, are, I mean, I definitely feel like, I know we were talking about a little bit just with this group before that, like some of the more... High, I guess high ticket trades that we've seen over the last few years haven't really materialized or haven't you guys got any thoughts on why that might be, or like what um I know CJ, you were telling us to bring up our trades, but it's like as much as the the Tony triple threat saga last year was a spur in everyone's side, <laughs> it was um uh, it sure may I uh, like. I think our ratings on this show for three episodes, I mean, the recap episodes were big. When we controversy were bringing it in, there just isn't, uh, I feel like there's a whole lot of love in the league and there isn't as much hate as there was last year. There was a lot of spice and venom throughout the season last year.
2: Well, this this is that turning point, right? So trading ends in a couple of weeks. So usually these next two or three weeks, People start getting their feelings hurt. Somebody didn't make a trade with me. I made an offer, and then a week later they did a worse offer to somebody else, and like that—that's coming, right? And and it it you know we talk about the um, you know the NFL the NFL trade. That if anything big happens there, and people start to panic, and then can't get a trade done, then butts will start getting hurt and we could have ourselves a problem like almost every other year but i do agree with you but it has been much more civil is that
1: would that be you it's almost been harmonious yeah (laughs) which is weird but give it time i think because you're right because what's going to happen here is after this trade deadline and some people are going to there's going to be a lot of jockeying. There's going to be people who want to land another piece for this push, yeah. and the ones that don't, and then they end up losing another game that they thought they should have won. This is when the disdain for other franchises start. And what happens is, <laughs> you used to be able to. It's like now you're just your your only out is the waiver wire, and it's not that good. No. And so, you know, up until the trade deadline, it's like, well, I might lose a few. Okay, now I'm going to open my wallet up and spend just to kind of buy a player or two. But when that when that option of trading other franchises shuts down, it gets really lonely in there. You're looking at that waiver wire. There's not much there. You lose a couple of games. That's when all the action starts.
2: And it's funny because in the Slack channel, I get an update on. You know I get like an uh, an auto generated email each week saying what happened on slack the previous week and it'll tell me like how many total messages, how many are private public, you know dms whatever. And we do about during the season we're between 12 and 1800 messages that's every type of message and it cuts almost in half after the trade deadline. Because then and it goes from like (laughs) I'll say sixty percent DMs, forty percent, you know, public channels or whatever, to like eighty percent public and twenty percent DMs. Like people just stop. It just it's sort of like that trade talk is is what everyone's talking about, right? It's like that's the that's where all the chatter is and and once, once that's done, then yeah, you, you, I mean, what do I do now? I don't, I, I'm not wheeling and dealing. I'm, I can't do so,
1: anything. So to be clear, this email that comes, it's not a transcript. No. Okay. That's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I I can't see. it. Doesn't- no, Justin, big-
0: Justin I've say. got bots that do that. So I'm, I don't need the email. They just, they go in, they find out, they report back. So
2: yeah, I, it we don't pay for anything, so we don't get any, I don't, I, it just gives me very basic info.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if that top end view had a, a transcript of everything through the, you know, that would be, that could get a little, a little weird for some of the people out there.
2: Yeah, no, it's just the, it's just totals, it's just, it's just, it doesn't even tell me like who's talking to who, it doesn't even give me that, um, so it's, but it's just interesting how quickly it it dives off. Not to mention, we we're heading into the holidays at that time, right? Like it's getting close to Thanksgiving, and then you're into December and so on. But anyway, it's just interesting.
1: But well, I, feel, I feel like we talked about, you know, the trading, you know, kind of all of the emotions around trading. We haven't hit on specifically any of the big trades out there, but there have been some big names, and I think to your point, Bud, I think we freaked out a lot when some of those big big names got moved last year. Um, there's been some pretty big names that have been moved this this year and uh the same freak out factor has not been there uh yet but we will see a couple weeks left
2: yeah i mean the aj brown trade was the first big one right and that has worked out i mean that has definitely worked out for gore and then the other one with andrews obviously nothing really came of that one um other than you know trading to to hawk attack in the off season but been some pretty pretty good ones but then there's also some weird ones like Hafenga and Holland like what what is that like it's almost like the draft day trade you had with Hawk Attack like really did you need to do that like you couldn't find there's no one else out there that you could have picked up
1: i i've been pretty clear about this from the get go and i will continue to try to form my team like this but it's it's called duck cowboy and I try and get as many Ducks as possible and as many Cowboys as possible. Holland being one of the great Ducks of all time. The, he was a safety that needed to be on my roster. Simple as that.
2: I feel like it's wasting time for somebody. But anyways.
1: Well, I feel like maybe the Zach Ertz trades might be a little bit more of a waste of <laughs> time. Seem, <laughs> seeming that it's happened three times. So,
2: okay. <laughs> So... products trades for ertz twice and he isn't even on his roster now.
1: I, I, I don't know what happened there. The one that, um, that was confusing to me as I buy a little time here to look at it was a recent one that I had to look at a few times and still not know who got the value out of the trade and why it happened. Um, are you you uh, talking about
2: the the puka trade
1: no i definitely understand the puka trade
2: but two firsts that's a tough one i don't know if i i don't know if i could roll with two firsts for puka nakua
0: but the funny thing is about while you're looking for that that puka nakua after the first week someone i'm i think it was i think it was irish puddles either sent me something in instagram (laughs) <laughs> all the DM was like this guy's good you should get him and i was like i don't even know who this guy is and boy was i mistaken by not putting a 25 around that
2: well yeah and i i was thinking should i go all in on this guy and then i'm like you know what i'm not falling for this old trick again <laughs> you know like i feel like i've fallen for this many times and almost everybody fell for Nobody fell for it really. The only person all in was Slumlord who got him. I think he dropped twenty-nine. I think the next closest person was like nine or six. Yeah, everyone else was pretty low, the the three or four other guys, but it was yeah. It was um well it was a good pickup on
1: Slum's part. Yeah. And I think that part of this is we all kind of held off, but and 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 probably right rightfully so the majority of the time, but Nakua is doing something that's never been done in history for a rookie. Like the odds of that happening, none of us really saw it coming. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you would never... receiving yards that he's putting up over his first eight games is his insane.
2: his target percent of like thirty five plus percent is is insane. I mean, nobody's getting that.
1: Yeah. And I think we all thought as soon as Cooper Cup comes back, it'll be different. Or maybe this Niku will have a game or two and then Cooper Cup will be back and it'll be different. And you know what? It's still to be it's still to be determined, but the genie is kind of out of the bottle with him. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'll give him that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The 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 one there's this one other trade that really chaps my butt a little bit is <laughs> the Damian Pierce and Max Crosby to K2 hmm. for DeAndre Swift for really no trade no i mean a sec you gave K2 a second on top of that and a fourth minutes before that we were talking about Crosby and you wanted the world you wanted all kinds of stuff
0: dirty and- laundry alert let's air it out
2: this is this is why duck cowboy is dead to me if the league was wondering this is why he's done this to me before where he tries a strong army for a trade and i'm like oh, my boy wouldn't try to take advantage of me like that no way and this is proof that that's what he was trying to do because m- minutes well i was sitting there and i'm like i don't know like let me think about it. let me see how waivers go you know because i had a bid out for for hutchinson and so i want to see if i got him and you know and then decide what to do and boom does that trade with k2g2
1: i don't think it was minutes and we could get into it a little bit deeper that i, I that was a, a tuesday afternoon evening obviously because waivers were that night and i was saying okay and you know how you it like was a be- monday night i think it was during the monday night football game and and you wanted to get your guy and so the next morning when we woke up and you got hutchinson it was like all right well you're not going to need another defensive lineman you got your guy
2: but if that's that's not the point it's the principle oh what you wanted from me to give it was almost like a net a net negative for me and but i you- was like
1: what is he doing here he's trying to like you know this though, as soon as I, it, it's like, I had to go through, let's, let's big picture. I had to go through, who am I going to keep? And the second, the second that I saw that Swift was starting to go off and he was the guy that was the odd man out that I did not keep. It was like that girlfriend got it. away and you're like, oh crap, I got to do anything I can to kind of get, get, it. get I her get it. back before this gets too out of hand. And so if I had to go running back for running back with a pick and then just spice it up a little bit with old Max Crosby, then damn it, that's what I had to do. And it worked. And look, I'm still I'm still bummed. I miss Max like crazy. I mean, K2 doesn't even start him. <laughs> about him. Not even giving him any love. is not giving love the same way this franchise did. I miss him, but I needed Swift back, and I could just tell. Pierce, as good as that guy is as a football player, he's not a he's he's a he's a run 23 times for 96 yards and end up with under 10 points night in and night out. So had to move
0: he's young. All right. Last any last last
2: thing I'll say about
0: Final thoughts on trades.
2: Final thought. K2G2 is not playing by the rules. Ooh. Oh, whoa, whoa! Well, he couldn't be. He's got he's got a backup for every position on his roster, including the defense. That's not how we play in this league. He's not playing right, and somehow wins. Ticks me off. Just want to throw that out there. Mm.
0: Bad playing. All right, uh, let's talk owners' meeting. There's some. Uh, we hub on that. Where are we? Uh, CJ, well, what do you got to say about the the uh, owners' meeting update?
2: Well, we don't have a lot. I'm I'm sure people are hoping for more, but we were supposed to talk more at the at the draft about this because we ended it at the meetings. Like, hey, we need to align on a a weekend or that we'll do it right because the the we kind of landed on let's do it the weekend before Memorial Day, but after Mother's Day, right? So that weekend, but that doesn't work for two or three of the, the owners, right? Like they're having to make sacrifices for other things. And so I threw it out there. Do we want to do it later? Like after Memorial day, you know, after school's out maybe, um, you know, in June, we don't have to do it in May. I think the only reason we're doing it in May is because it's an, you know, we're kind of eager. It's after the NFL draft, you know, there's more activity going on and we're just sort of ready to like, you know, get together and, and be degenerates the twelve of us, but we could do it later. We don't cause trading we'll just wait, we'll just delay trading a month because all the trading is now happening right there in during or right after the meetings and then maybe, you know, towards the end of the, the deadline. So there's no reason to have the meetings in June or even July.
1: Well, as much as I understand, it's it's unfortunate because we finally got twelve people together for the first time in a long time this last May. And the reason that we did is because we the previous however many years, we continued to say we need to standardize a single weekend, a date that's yes. always on the calendar. And so we've been able to do that. and I understand that now it is a conflict for a couple of league members. So if we go through to, kind of standardize another date. I just want to make sure that we do indeed standardize that date for going forward. I know some of the reasons that we didn't do it in the summer was just because once, uh, kids are out of school and summer starts, it's, it's really hard, you know, just with weekends. A lot of those are planned for, for getaways and stuff with the family and everything. So I know that was one reason, but, um, it's a, a little bit different group now. Kids are a little older. Maybe it's a different situation. So, um, whatever we we do decide, I think it's we need to start the conversation now and kind of hone in on a date. Hopefully, we can get twelve this year and then keep the same date going forward.
2: Yeah, because I mean, if we do it earlier, that's going to be tough because you know K two G two is supposed to be the host, but his daughter's graduating from college Ooh. in early May. Is practice. that a, is that a sure thing though? Well, I mean, it is surprising. Okay, I mean, that's, yes, yes. I bet. I'll
0: bet.
2: <laughs> that's the plan. I, um, I was hoping for it, but <laughs> oh, the guys know Carly. um She was with us. She was one of the marshals. Yeah. um But so that that's a conflict there. That obviously be a conflict for me and for K two G two. So yeah, I I think to your point. The cowboy we need to land on a a weekend that works well I don't want people to feel like they have to make a choice between coming to the owners meeting or doing. Something else that they really want to do right like or or sort of obligated to do, and they have to make that that choice we don't we don't want that so yeah maybe we'll open up a channel we'll start talking about it and see if we can't. You know a line on a date but eventually like usual, i'll send out the rsvps and in january usually i do it after the season's over and that way people you know we can start getting an idea about who's coming and who's not
0: so but we know it'll be in the spring we'll figure it out nice as long as travel knows i'm there so we'll make that mistake again <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let
2: that travel department know what's up.
0: Yeah, just uh, you can't you can't just hear it on the podcast, think it in your mind, and then a month prior, think you communicated that to the powers that be. So just FYI to everyone, once we lock this date in, make sure that everyone knows and get it on the calendar. Yeah, uh, I know one thing we talk about at the owners meeting is playoffs. And I think, uh, CJ, did you have something pulled together to talk about how I still might make the playoffs and yeah. everyone else?
2: Well, well, I just think, like, you know, one th- what we'll do now is we're going to talk about we're midway through the season, right? So we're I heading did. into week eight. And two or three more weeks, we'll start having playoff scenarios out there. So we'll have, we'll get to an idea about who to root for and against. Um uh, <laughs> You know, at that time, but I thought it'd be kind of fun, just let's talk about each division and how, what, what did these teams need to do to get to the, to the playoffs. We're not saying if they will or they won't, but we talk about, you know, how are they going to get there and, I'll, and I'll, we'll start with the American division, because I think it's significantly more, um, uh, well, not significantly, but it's right now it's a little bit more competitive. And there's a lot of questions there but so I'll start off um, we'll talk about end zone so for end zone and we talked about this on the beat a little bit did you guys listen to the beat we talked about it a little bit is there a recent one yeah it was a couple of weeks ago now I think but we did talked about it? this did a you, little bit did you pin it in media oh yeah it's always there yeah okay. yep. it's I didn't pin it though no oh. really.
1: yeah
0: sorry I'll, I'll, I'll re-listen. Yeah, I
1: definitely, definitely listened to it. It's how I found out that you were a part of the uh, he got me bet for this year.
0: Right.
2: That I'd still, I guess, not included in. And so he, he, I don't get it. Like, I was right there with you guys when we were making this bet. All three of us were there and you and I were in for 250 and then Bud, you said 100. And then he, he's like, okay. And then it's just you two guys that got <laughs> included in the bet I
1: yeah but it was reconfirmed on the beat i know but
2: then he's but then he's still saying no so i but he thinks that it's a joke i guess i don't know like i guess i'm out so it's fine i guess i don't need the 250 bucks i guess
0: you know mm. i'm it's all sad. my uh my 100 is looking less and less lightly so <laughs> That one, that one that one win that separates us still is a uh, far cry away so all right well i'm sure i'm going to say the name of the team we're going to talk about first
2: and i'm sure our producer will add some awesome special effects to the sound of it but let's start with end zone look for Endzone. he is health is going to be critical to him to get all the way through right because he i mean he's got 50 Transactions and we're midway through, he's trending well over a 100 transactions this year. I mean, the guy is him and him and Electro are out of control. That he doesn't have a ton of depth, he's still got a good team, but he's one or two injuries, like nagging injuries, whatever they are, away from having trouble. A should be back in week 11, which will help, but that's a complicated backfield now. I don't think it's the same I mean he came out had that huge game and then followed up then was hurt we don't know if that's who a Chan is or was it just the Denver Broncos are terrible and. Um, all that, but I do think, as of now, based on where he is and kind of his path forward, I think he's still it's still his division to lose.
0: Fair easy real good I took some of that Smackdown already so. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he did make the trade for Dalton Kincaid, who has started to show some signs. But it's another Buffalo Bill that uh, end zone's loading up on there.
2: Yeah, and every year, the and not. I, I think he's obviously managed to weather it to a certain extent, but the Bills don't, right? Like they they're playing like I think you were saying it last night. They they're playing like they play in a dome or you know, or in in a in a good weather. I mean once the weather turns, it's a very different approach. So we'll see. More bills the merrier, I guess. Let's move on to Hawk attack. Who is it was in second place. His receiver depth is good. Bijan's in a weird situation. Um but it's likely one or two. He's got a lot of depth at running back. It's it's one of those two. Two, one or two of those guys are going to hit. You know what I mean? So I think he's in he's
0: in decent shape. Well, man, I should have hit him up when I needed a running back. Sheesh. Well, I still, still have time. time. Still have time. Amal, does he have more bench spots than everyone else? Seems like there's a lot of guys on his bench. But just remember, when you trade with Hawk Attack,
2: you need to give yourself a good week or so. So, like, really, just, you know, kind of a public service announcement for the league. If you want to trade with... With Hawk attack, you really have until the 10th to get that going. Otherwise, not happening.
1: Not gonna happen. Just not enough time for the for the process to go through.
0: (laughs) Start percolating now.
2: But um, are you any analysis from you? duck cowboy or am i on my own on this
0: one
1: well no i have analysis i'm just i didn't know if we were going to go through every single team in both divisions and i felt like um you know look i'm not one to shy away from elongating this podcast (laughs) or this program (laughs) this program the show So, so i'm up for it um i just didn't know if that was the plan and uh i'll say this i mean five and two for hawk attack uh he's been chipper every single day on uh on Slack, it's a different Hawk Attack. This Chipper. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been. Dare I say? I mean, it's been enjoyable Hawk Attacks. So um, five and two. It's uh, hats off to him. I don't think that I. I know two pods ago, I was sitting here thinking he was borderline uh, in in uh, Slack Attack meltdown mode, and uh, and it hasn't happened.
2: Not yet. Speaking of Slack Attack mode, IP um nearly lost um again yeah but listen he's he, as long as his keepers are healthy he's gonna he's gonna go a long ways he's gonna go deep and kamara was a solid pickup that is kind of coming back to life we'll see we'll see how he, how he holds up but you know, and Jefferson will be back in week 10, we think. We don't know. I know there's talk that he might be shelved for the year, especially depending on where the Vikings are. So that could hurt him. But he's still got a, you know, he's got the Kelsey and Mahomes stack that, you know, is good for 70, 80 points a
0: week. So, I mean. DJ, uh, do you have where he picked up Kamara in the draft?
2: He picked him up in the first round. You know, I think it was his first pick.
0: All right. Because I yep. think I was pissed because I it was not kicking good notes and was going to take him with my second pick because I hadn't scratched him out. and Felt like I had won the draft. Well, I mean, yeah. tomorrow was suspended for the first three games. Right, right. Yeah. And so. I was, I thought, I, just like everyone else, was trying to outthink the room by, it's like, well, I don't need this guy for four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Jerk.
1: Well, for the sanity of the league, we need Jefferson to come back because I can't hear asterisk, asterisk, asterisk all over this season, you know. He can
2: say that all he wants because it doesn't matter.
1: No, I agree. It's just for the sanity of the league, so we don't have to listen to it. But I will tell you this, his horses produce but he's already at a point where he's starting Curtis Samuel. He's super thin. He's like this. He's, he's the king of this next man up, like looking through contracts. We've got a bunch of running backs that are about to become the running back next year. You know, once the contract situation changes, like he's in that youth movement on his bench, he doesn't have any depth. It is um, it is IDP spots right now. It's all kind of uh, with offensive players. And so he's, it it, all it takes and these three losses have kind of been proof of that is you know for for one of his horses to have an underachieving sunday and uh and he's and he's beatable so again i think he started with a lot of depth and did the same ip and traded a bunch of it away and i think he's still going to be successful if those horses keep producing but you're right he cannot afford an injury to one of those because the depth just isn't there
2: gotta have depth especially as you get later in the season and so with for products moving on i think Prodx's team is tied to kind of we'll say average or below average quarterbacks that make his team unpredictable that's his you know that's the problem that he's dealing with um back I, i'm
0: sure didn't look under average last
2: week a-hole well, Burrow. If Burrow has a setback, then you know there, he's going to continue to have struggles. But I think his team's pretty solid. I'm not worried about products.
1: Yeah, I I just when I look at what his team was starting the season and what it is today, it, Stevenson as a keeper and Najee as a keeper, that everyone thought this backfield was going to be yeah, so difficult, and, and and the way that it's changed is, you know, there's just you couldn't have seen it coming. Uh mix that with Garrett Wilson, who, yeah. who it, yeah. it's just a totally different team today than it was at the beginning of the year. And he'll navigate through it, but um it doesn't look super optimistic for him for a let's say a title run this year.
2: Yeah. Well, and then next down there would be Badonka Bronx. Um just trying to trying to keep the ship going. We don't have to talk about that too much. Everyone can see how amazing that team is. Um so We'll move on to
0: uh, hip hop, Apodamas. Noodle alert! Wait, CJ, are you? I'm looking. Are you starting Baker Mayfield as a court? Is he your quarterback this week? No. Oh, that's Sam House, his twin. Sorry. <laughs> son
2: of a bitch. Gosh dang it! If I could just get a quarterback, I swear. That's I, I just I can't. I can't. None of these guys are reliable. It's terrible.
1: So I gave you your props on Slack already. I think you've turned the team around pretty significantly with some, some big trades, like big name trades. So, um, at the second half of the season will be different in the first half.
0: Yeah. I was... the, last, the last thing I for on you guys is, are you guys looking at CJ's roster right now? No, but you want me to, because it's awesome. Because all I was going to say is there's somebody at the bottom <laughs> of the lineup that I was like, only you guys can appreciate the, Who's the guy with the giant face? <laughs> what was that guy's name? <laughs>
2: he had a weird name. What was his name? It was I like, don't even remember what it is. It was like Meatball or something. Yeah. right? It
0: was like, <laughs> I was like, it was like Javante Williams. It's the guy with the giant face. Uh, uh, my,
2: team. <laughs> my team's fine. Okay, let's move on. Right. So, hip hop, you've got. Great you still got um, your bye week with the Dolphins. So your all-world player, Hill, still has his bye week coming up. But I do think that Tyrod makes Saquon better. I also think he makes Waller, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Jones is clearly still banged up. That's a bunch but, of bull-ass right there. Yeah, it, I mean, he, He's so much better than everyone else on that team. Like he just, he looks good. It's just, he's just not there. And then Hopkins, like we talked about earlier, he needs to be traded.
0: Yeah. That'd be great.
1: Well, that team, that team in green Bay is just not good. No. Yeah. It's becoming very evident that they don't have the quarterback for the future. And, uh, as much as oh, they got a
2: top five quarterback Jordan love I thought he was a
1: well he was one week <laughs> <laughs> so all right I let's move was, on was, was was that? That.
2: let's move on to the national division so duck cowboy I'll oh. just say this I think again Tyrod would be helpful for um you know uh Waller Dak needs to play at the level that he's capable of for CD, and you need Trevor Lawrence just to just get over that hump, whatever that is that's preventing him from being who we know he can be.
1: He's close. From a football standpoint, he's playing really good games, and he looks good, and he throws a good ball. Uh, I think it's just the – the legs like he, he has that knee injury and finally goes out and runs for 65 yards the other night when he's not <laughs> supposed to so if he can kind of keep that up for a fantasy perspective then that that, that gives him the extra 6.7 points a week but
2: and I was I thought he was having a better year than he is because um I watch a lot of the Jaguars games but I'm watching Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley and and then when you told me how bad he was, I looked, I was like, he he was underachieving. So, anyways, let's move on. K2. Wow. So looks like Lamar is back, looking like his prime again. He's looking solid there with the Zay Stack. That's starting to come around. Feeling fighting off old man time. He's got depth <laughs> literally at every position which seems odd and like I said earlier, goes against everything we believe as a league, but it appears to work for him. But he's looking shockingly good for still having $187 in fab um, available. And what, how many moves has he made? Five, something like that. Three of them are trades. I mean, come on. Cash
0: rich,
1: cash rich. He's making it look easy and he's dangerous on any given week and uh yet again he uh he doesn't have max crosby in his lineup so we'll see what he does there i might go get max back why not just once you go and
2: try and screw him over something That'd be great he's he's questionable wait wait until he's healthy (laughs) yeah and he's easy to trade
1: with so he, he is easy like, to trade no. with, yeah. yeah he lets like you products. know, yep. yeah. He's like I mean, products. He's, I didn't think it was possible. I, I, the trades I've made with with K two have been faster than products trades. I mean, it's just a breath of fresh air.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's like opposite of um, he got me or hog attack or kind of end zone. Like some of these guys, you have even to even like, open yes. the door.
1: Inzo when you knock at the door, he he he's the guy that yells through the door.
2: Who is it? He's he the guy that it. turns the stereo up inside when someone knocks at the door. Ah, like ah. he can't hear.
0: Turns
1: the lights off
0: after you knock. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like you, you knock and you see the curtain slowly go <laughs> close. Like, <laughs> oh, the like pull the whole
1: curtain shut. And you know, back there, it's like,
0: get, here, get here, after,
2: after. <laughs> get damn kids off my lawn, get out of here. Not- All right, let's go to Gore. Speaking of, I I actually have great success trading with Gore too. But that Hurts Brown stack, one of the best in the league, it's a good one we talked about it earlier. But man, he has just been decimated by injuries. The only good thing about that is that he his team could get healthy. He's still he's still in a good position in their division. He could get healthy in the next few weeks and probably be at his best. So
1: he could start to really make a move. Yeah, I mean, no one's dealt with more injuries than than Gore and he's navigating. A lot of parody in this division right now. Game two really separates everything. So this is everyone's still in the middle of, of this division is in the home
2: yeah and he got me i'm you know i have to go and check slack to make sure he hasn't made another trade or some weird move because it's hard to keep track of who's on his team and who's not but i mean shaheed could be huge especially if michael thomas gets moved next week puka is you know maybe he'll he'll prove that he is what he is. I don't know. But he's got depth. Amin Ra's good. Goff's got three home games left. Um, so I mean, team's good, you know. If Goff could play better on the road, he'd probably be um right at the top of that division. But it's like he just he's had quarterback problems too, so
0: man, he has really taken advantage of that that most explosion this year that is like miami all boats are rising with that tide like yeah. you're putting 50 and 70 on the board like everybody's gonna get some points
2: it was like back in the day when the rams were the fastest show on turf and <laughs> fancy you just wanted one of them on your team it didn't matter who it could even be their kick returner like it was like marshall falk and I mean Kurt Warner and you know Bruce and who was the I can't remember the the name of the other receiver, but it was like even their tight end is like you wanted a piece of that. It's kind of like what Miami is, you know. It's just there's there's a lot of points to add there. All right, let's move on to Electro. <sighs> Electro. I mean Gore's had a lot of injuries, but Electro's had injuries to the the wrong players for him, right? It's like burrow even though he's not on his team burrow's injury really hurt chase he loses chubb eckler has been when he's in there he's playing pretty well but if he can get herbert chase and eckler those are probably the only three must starts on his team when you look at the rest of his roster it's like who do i start who do i like am i just focused on matchups like what like there's so much that he could do there and if he can just get the you know whatever that the right combination is and he's still he's still in it obviously he's he's just he's in one of those positions where he's only got three guys that I think he can count on and the rest of the guys are like is this their day is this a good matchup are they going to see the ball like it's just it, it it's interesting you know
0: so
1: yeah no question he 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 was hurt um, by the burrow situation and then to lose eckler um, and eckler since he's back like we'll see if he's going to be eckler of old i know it's only been a game or so or it wasn't a great game for him wasn't a great game yeah, you know,
2: he had another ankle sprain of some kind that he kind of had to deal with you know most of that game so yeah eckler's definitely banged up all year it's tough he, he's
1: he's got to lean on him but um you know nico collins was a fun pickup uh, that has had some big games and I think he has some more ga- big games in store. I mean, we got to give electro credit for the Foreman pickup and play last week. Um, Foreman, yeah. Foreman put up a, a, a huge number of 30, 33 points or something. So yeah. We'll
2: he's piecing it. wins together for sure. Yeah.
1: And that's one thing you, you don't have to worry about the electrocutioner is he's, he's watching the two deeps and three deeps and situations for, for any potential fantasy value on every single nfl roster and not everyone in the league does that he's certainly on that which is what makes him viable weekend. out.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah for sure and we'll end with slumlord but i i mean i think slumlord he, it appears he's in a rebuild mode but maybe not i don't know well what gave you that idea <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean I think when you get a player like puka Nakua for nothing as a rookie I I I get why he wanted to first for him, but at the same time it's like boy that could be a ton because cup is you know. I get it also like you know. um, Stafford isn't I don't know how much longer Stafford's playing to play, I I mean two or three more years, maybe I, I don't know. But I get maybe you're you're not comfortable with Stafford, but boy, having a guy that's that showing that kind of promise, it's tough to give up.
1: I agree, but we all know he's a he's a gambler. He's a, he's a a card player as well. So the hand that he was dealt when Richardson, I mean, he was going youth movement and still is, and when Richardson goes out for the year, it yeah. just gets harder and harder to kind of salvage this year. So I think he's looking for uh, any way to to kind of get some capital for the future years. And he's still dangerous on a week-in and week-out basis. I mean, looking at this from the Thursday night game, good old Gabe Davis had 23 points and and, uh, Rashad White had 17, 18. Like, he still has a chance to jump up and beat people any week, which (laughs) even for someone that might be tanking, like, that just sucks that that happens in this league, but it happens all the freaking time. You can't take any weekend off
2: yeah 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 all
0: right that's it everybody's covered nice i look forward to digging into it deeper next time we've got uh (laughs) one last thing we want to talk about i know it's everyone's uh second favorite segment after the welcome but uh just
1: i will throw it over you to the wheel of jabber Back by popular demand, because the people have spoken, and damn it, that wheel, that wheel of jabber is back. So, without further ado, let the wheel roll, or spin, or whatever it does. Oh, look at that, it landed on Hip Hop Hip. (laughs) Right. Tyreek Hill. Dealing with a hip injury this week—is there cause for concern? No cause for
0: concern. Start him, run him out there, run him right into the ground every <laughs> single time. I thought it was an ankle, but if it's a hip, every everything that Yahoo Sports is saying in the one sentence they give me a day on the updates is odds on he'll play.
1: The only reason I bring this up is this hits close to home, obviously. When you've been through a catastrophic hip injury, you, uh, you feel for people <laughs> like this that are going through hip injuries. And I just speak from experience, as you guys know.
2: Yeah, we know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All okay. right, spin the wheel! Pro or no? And the topic is pumpkin. Are you pro pumpkin pie or no pumpkin pie?
0: i'm thinking i am pro i am pro pumpkin pie but i need i need a high percent of crust to pie to whip topping ratio ratio yeah
2: i would agree with bud i think i'm probably closer to a no than a pro but yeah i have to smother it with Anything to get rid of the pumpkin taste, I guess So I'm gonna say no
1: that, you know. that's probably a no <laughs> Pro or no on the same topic pumpkin seeds oh, um, pro love pumpkin pro. seeds I knew there would be one. There's always one weirdo that's like, hey, save those pumpkin seeds put them, <laughs> them, put them in the oven.
0: Ah, uh, you know what I like uh I like hard shells in my poop the next day. <laughs> That's why I eat pumpkin seeds. Yeah. No thanks.
1: I don't even understand what you're supposed to do. Is, are you supposed to eat the seed within the seed, or you just chew on it? like I chew on the whole thing. Piece, piece of bark. Yeah. Roast
0: them, flavor them. Yeah, put them in
1: the oven. Yeah, delicious. Controversial. I knew there'd be one.
0: You know what the boys would say about these nuts? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I spin that wheel? Well, we're still on pumpkin pro or no. Pumpkin spiced latte. No. Um, I guess, is it,
0: am I ordering it or is it provided to me?
1: Mm -hmm. You don't want to be seen ordering it. I get it. No,
0: I just, I would not, if it's, it's not going to be my choice, but if, if it's given to me, probably fine with it. You give me a pumpkin spice
2: latte and you're going to have it in your face.
0: Oh, that's a no. All right.
1: <laughs> I'll, go with, I'll, I'll go with no also. I thought maybe you'd want a pumpkin spice latte to wash down those pumpkin seeds. Uh, ah,
0: ooh. yes.
1: <laughs> All right, spin the wheel. Last one. Ignore or intervene. Ignore or intervene. First topic, end zones, waiver wire ads. Is it time for an intervention? Yes. I know you alluded to it on the pod. It's it's is he going for a new personal record this year? Well, here's the thing. It's like
2: I I no, I wouldn't intervene. I I wouldn't intervene in something like that. I think it's 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 crazy, but like. As long as it doesn't like he'll he'll trade players all all weekend, right? Leading up to it, and then you can't pick up those players. That's the only that's the only thing that kind of chaps my ass, you know. When it's like,
0: those players.
2: I know, but I'm just saying, like Dalvin Cook. There's news. He picks him up this morning. He will drop him on Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then no one else can get him till Fab time.
2: Yeah, and so. And it's, it's sometimes it, it, it's like, why does he try to trade these guys instead? Like, sometimes he puts more players back out than Like, why do you pick him up? Like, he could have
0: traded him or something. I don't know. Yep. Um, what was it? The four? Of, wait, which was the? What was the the two choices? Uh, ignore or intervene. Okay, I ignore. I actually it, I ignore only because I'm like. He makes a lot, he's picking up a lot of people, and it looks like he just doesn't. You get, if you're an IDP player that's not a linebacker or maybe a kicker or like that second string wide receiver, you got one week to perform. <laughs> I got more shit on the pile I can pick up. So I was like, you know what? Aaron Donald, F you. I'm going to pick up something off the crap heap and try something else. You're six points a game. I'm gonna gamble and try and get 10 out of somebody
1: else. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I like for, the movement. Two for 20 this week. Ignore or intervene slumlords gambling habit. Oh, i
0: ignore. Ignore. Yeah. yeah Makes I,
1: me feel better
0: about not gambling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Start your Starting to uh, to frustrate some some leaguers out there on Slack. He's getting getting into the uh, the random uh, channel and maybe maybe booted out of the the random channel. Last one, <laughs> ignore or intervene. The number of quarterbacks that Badonka Bronx has on his roster is it time for an intervention?
2: Yes, and somebody needs to intervene. And uh, uh, like it's it's a sickness. I'm all, I'm yeah, gonna, gonna wait. wait. I was gonna say I was looking for a way to pick up Russell Wilson, thank goodness somebody got him. Like, I just was like, "Oh, thank goodness! i do not to worry about that. do not have
1: to nag at me all week. Like, how am I gonna get him on my team?" So, for those I'm, keeping track at home, there's currently four quarterbacks on the roster.
0: Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore until week nine when I'm gonna in preparation of week ten when I'm gonna need somebody. So, pick up the phone. Oh yeah! Hey,
1: next week.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, let's do it because uh, that'll be right before the trade deadline, right yep. in time.
1: Well, that's it for this installment of Wheel of Jabber.
0: Thanks, wow. Justin. That was that was amazing. That that might be have to be a permanent uh, might have to be permanent back in the big show. So yeah, let's yeah. get
2: that going. We got to get back to. Let's get statistical and Slack to the future and Bud's bag. We haven't had Bud's mailbag in a while. Like we got to get back to that stuff.
1: Feels like we always kind of come out of there with a gem or, or, uh, or a, a hidden nugget somewhere. And I think, I think this time it was pumpkin seeds.
0: Yep. Yep. Hmm. We know who's a cat owner and a pumpkin seeds. <laughs> you know? Turns out we didn't have, we have no cat
2: owners, right? No
1: cat owners, yeah.
2: I
0: don't that think we, I'd that, be surprised
1: that, if, if we have another pumpkin seed eater.
0: Yeah. We might. I don't know. Do we have any other do we have it? I feel like that's a baseball thing. Is there
1: any other baseball centric uh oh. owners out there? No, 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 no. I'd I'd eat sunflower seeds all day long. Pumpkin seeds are not seeds. No. I don't know. I think we got to finish this up because there's that
2: goo coming out of your eye that you might want to get that cleaned up. It's like shiny. <laughs> I
0: don't know
1: what that is. Yeah, we do have some discharge going. So disgusting.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, Winky, wink, wink. Oh, like
2: yeah, girls. Well, well I... another
0: great, another great show, guys. You got any last, uh, last words before we sign off? Uh,
1: go Badonka Bronx. Oh yeah, go duck cowboy! Oop. Go hip hop! Go hip hop! Yes, yes. <laughs> not this week. I'm rooting for you every other, but not this week, buddy. Same, same. Right back at you.
0: Yeah, I'll see you in week twelve. All right. In the battle from the Battle of the Willamette show, the flagship program of the Battle of the Willamette, we will see you guys next time. We are out. See ya. Ooh.